Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. It's now Wednesday, and we've got a lot lined up for you. Uh, fun with real audio and our our parting shot of our season two out there. I'm not going to give it a title. I'll do that on YouTube, but I'm not going to do it right here when we're recording. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's get right to it, shall we? So if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm X, and I'm your host. And uh, this is the second episode of the week where we put all the less urgent items on the agenda that don't need to be out immediately on Monday. Uh, starting with season three next week, uh, you're going to have a nice mixture of fun with real audio and news each each week. I mean, each episode. So we're still going to do two episodes a week, and I'm not going to do the point five system anymore. Like it's 103, 103.5. No, I'm going to stop doing that. It's just going to be a brand new fucking episode every every two days. So anyway, joining me on the episode this week, we have Felicia, who had to go swap batteries on her vape. And we have Kyle, who is joining me as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks oh. for coming out. Hello. We're just a uh, for for those that want to get a little bit behind the scenes here. We're uh we're currently like recording. This is like the start of hour hour two, almost hour three <laughs> of us recording. So we we kind of do it all in one sitting. If you haven't learned that by now. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into our first little discussion, and we will be right back after this quick little commercial break. Have y'all ever wonder what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southernus JW and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? Okay, we're going to be going a, a bit local here, only because it's gone absolutely fucking bonkers nationally because this state has a shall we say backwards way of dealing with a lot of stuff like this and so uh if you haven't heard already there is a there's a little girl by uh, about the age of 12 had that had made a decision uh, her name is savannah and she decided to come out as lesbian at her church during like the fast and testimony i don't meeting even know how she on. did this i can't i can't even <laughs> express the bur- bravery like the 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 level of oh my god it took like, an extraordinary amount of 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 i i don't know I, how she i don't know how she, she did it. i i don't even think she understands the level of bravery yet because for her she's accept she's accepted who she is and at a young age to be able to do this uh is is incredibly healthy mm-hmm. and 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 she had the support of her parents i want to point this out she had the support mm-hmm. of her parents which is so important um, but 
per and she would probably say that it wasn't that brave, but uh, just because she doesn't understand how it's brave does not make it not so. It, it was. Oh. Now, uh. I, I'm thankful that for, for the most part, the, the people that are listening to this, if uh, Felicia, you don't have children, but I'm just saying that like with Kyle and I, if any of our kids came out as queer of any kind or, you know, any kind of the spectrum that's out there, any about any of the, the stripes that's on the flag. I am influential Most, in a child life. Yeah. Like I am a, I'm a big part of a child's life. And uh I have shown him um pole dancing fitness videos, not like strip <laughs> he, he, strip dancing. So, he's so straight though. He's so straight. <laughs> oh my god. He says like a motherfucker. Child. He is <laughs> but he is open minded to the concepts of uh gay people doesn't threaten him. It's mm. like that's just a thing in his mind. That's an assumption. Um, men dating men—that's not a question in his head. Like yeah. he doesn't even have to question it. Like for him, it's like, yep. So I'm like, I, like we're watching a, a a TV show. I'm like, that's his boyfriend, and he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Like I understand what girlfriend and boyfriend are, and I understand what boyfriend and boyfriend are, and what girlfriend and girlfriend. That's fine. That makes yeah. sense. So for so. I mean I'm mean specifically for Kyle and myself uh, because we have uh, little kids in the house and I'm not saying anything against Felicia there I'm just saying that we have our own litter that we're all raising yeah. over here <laughs> if they came out as any kind of the stripe out there we would we would be supportive and we have to re- remember that that is such a uh it's a microcosm like the, like the supportive oh, yeah. of their gay kids supportive of atheism supportive of whatever the fuck they want to do for the most part. Uh, those people that are non-religious are more accepting of whatever their kids decide to be, whatever they are as people, you know? And so Savannah, she has parents. The dad is super fucking Mormon mom. Mm -hmm. Not so much. Apparently from what I've heard in interviews Uh, on June 22nd, one day after her birthday, Savannah came out to her parents as lesbian. We're talking about a normal, almost teenage girl. So she's a tween. And I don't know about you. Perfectly, guys. perfectly reasonable yeah. time to come out. Yeah, <laughs> I. If if you are allowing a child that eight years old to say I choose this religion forever and ever and ever, you mm-hmm. should be fucking accepting of a twelve year old deciding yeah. I like girls. You know, this Absolutely. should not be a thing. I, I knew by the time I was sixteen <laughs> that I like yeah. girls just as, yeah. like well, not just as much as boy. I don't know. I really still don't know. Um, I'm gonna say I'm I lean more straight, but think- it's. I, I, I want to make a t-shirt. I just need to get to the the Photoshop and start making it up there where it's just like we're all slightly queer. I think that's what mm-hmm. it needs to be the t-shirt because I think we are. We are, we are because we are. nobody is binary 100% of the way with everything. Just a little bit. Yeah. We're all just uh-huh. a little teeny tiny bit just queer. So, anyway, bit. so Savannah, who is a normal tweenage, tweenage girl, she loves to draw and make art. When she grows up, she wants to be a Disney animator. Her favorite bands are Imagine Dragons and Fall Out Boy. Oh, I like her so much. And <laughs> so her mom had suspicions that her daughter was going to come out as gay. And she said that I looked at her and I said, okay, I love you and I'll support you no matter what you do. And that's, good mom. that's a good mom. That's good parentage because it's just about every institution that is, you know, religious or, you know, male dominated is mm-hmm. not for it and this kind of thing so the family felt strongly they didn't have the right to prevent uh, savannah from telling her story publicly including sharing it with like cnn and s at the hometown and last names be withheld 
So after coming out to her parents, Savannah began the process of coming out to her friends and extended family. This was last year. In- oh my God, I'm so proud of her. And so, oh, six- and if she changes her mind later, guys, if she changes her mind and decides she likes guys kind of too, that doesn't mm-hmm. change any of it. Doesn't yeah. change nope. any of Not it. Not at all. Google Ani DeFranco and all the shit that happened yeah. with her <laughs> because uh-huh. she was a lesbian idol, idol for uh-huh. years and years and years. But then she got married uh-huh. to a guy and had a kid. And everybody's like, oh, you've turned your back on the community. She's like, no, no. I just felt an attraction to this guy. <laughs> so yeah, like I've, I've met lesbians like that where they uh-huh. ultimately end up with a man. And it's just like, I mean, I still like girls. Like they're like, they, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they're still like, no, I still really like girls. It's just this guy. Did and, it? Okay, so um, this is <laughs> and that's not to give understand. the fantasy where like you just haven't had a real no. man yet. Like, don't go down that road. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Okay, so this is this is where it comes down to female sexuality versus male sexuality in our cultural sense. This is not in a biological sense whatsoever. As far as no. we can understand, most people fall on a spectrum. But mm-hmm. females have not been held to nearly to the standard that males have been to find a center, right? Where like bi if women you, are really accepted. If, like, if you, you like don't... hashtag butt stuff for a guy, <laughs> you got some serious splaining to do because yeah, can't be right. right. Yeah, right. Because a straight man can't like butt stuff apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I mean, know. so yeah, so. Uh, women uh, in our culture tend to have more fluid sexualities where we, because culture has not demanded that we find a binary, yeah. <laughs> uh, we tend to kind of switch it up, you know? And uh, that's kind of how human sexuality works is that in all the studies where we remove cultural uh, aspects, we kind of find that yeah, we kind of just exist on a spectrum, most of us. Now, some of us really do have a very strong preference, like a certain child I'm raising where he's just <laughs> super, I'm helping raise, not raising. I'm helping, I'm, I'm support. I run support um, where he's just super duper fascinated and interested in the opposite sex. And he's mm-hmm. just, I have never met another individual actually this hardcore. I've never met another child this hardcore like but that happens (laughs) totally happens it's totally normal it's totally normal um but there are other kids where like um one of my dear friends who's who's gay he he knew from the age of three that Mm -hmm. he liked boys he knew it he knew it he's he just that's just who he is but most of us once we get to adulthood even if we're really strong in our convictions can find some wiggle room hey, in Felicia, that. Felicia, here's, <laughs> here's that little kid that you're talking about. I love boobies! <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, but, yeah. Smithers. So, <laughs> but, uh, so my, my, my overall point is that human sexuality is on a spectrum. Uh, we all exist on a spectrum and it can be remarkable in how that ex- expresses itself. Yeah. Uh, this little girl is allowed to come out as gay right now because that's where she falls right now and later evolve mm-hmm. so she um about 2016 so about six months after that so we're talking like uh christmas-ish time kind of kind of area there uh she had a feeling that she wanted to come out to her church and i, I came out to all of my friends and family and i just wanted to do something more 
Uh, and she said both their parents were taken aback by the daughter's desire to come out in front of her church. And she said, I was mostly nervous for her and where this would take her as a 12 year old girl. And oh my God, it's taking her places huge right now. Like Ellen DeGeneres was like over the moon about this girl this week. Yeah. So, uh, so Heather, Heather is, uh, Savannah's mom. And she left the church a year and a half ago after official church policy documents were leaked online in 2015. So I feel that she may be a certain member of a certain group that I'm not going to name. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But anyway, so uh, she's an apostate, really. So, mm-hmm. and so um, the 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 current rules right now for the LDS church is that um, if you're a same-sex couple who marry and it bars any of your children from blessings or baptism until they reach legal age, so that's still the fucking rule. Remember, we talked about this quite a while ago. Oh, we did. Uh, so the official church policy welcomes members of the Mormon faith that have same-sex attractions. They just say, don't act on it. It's possible to be Mormon and gay. Just don't be fucking happy. You know? That's so <laughs> stupid. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. You are allowed to fuck. You must remain oh, celibate. <laughs> <laughs> and so, right. <laughs> what human remains so celibate? So she she left the church around that time when it came out because that was a huge mm-hmm. diving board for a lot of people of other of of other Mormons out there because they're like, nope, can't support these people anymore. Yeah. And so the mom said, yeah, this resonated in my in my heart that it felt wrong. So the the husband's still in the church and Savannah's still LDS as well. So. Uh, so what happened is that they finally had this fast and testimony meeting for those that are not of the faith of, you know, or have been around Mormons enough to know that it's once every like usually I think one Sunday every month is where they do the whole uh, fasting all day kind of thing. Think Ramadan, except mm-hmm. it's just one day and until like sundown and they're supposed to give their testimony and they're supposed to pay extra tithing and kind of stuff. And the the fast and testimony meeting that they had she got up in front of the church congregation and she just decided to go out on it she said hi my name is savannah and i want to share my testimony with you and you could tell she was ner- she had to be nervous as fuck but you couldn't tell just by watching this video because she was collected she was ready for this yeah she'd rehearsed she'd rehearsed and good on mm-hmm. you always then, rehearse so- your shit she let it know that, yeah, except for this podcast. <laughs> uh, she came out as gay in front of her congregation. She says, God loves me this way because he loves all of his creations. I do believe that he made me this way on purpose. Mm-hmm. For a 12-year-old to be saying shit like this, that is emotional and character fortitude that just blows me away. Uh, I hope I find a partner. I hope I find a partner and have a great job. I hope to get married and have a family. I know these dreams and wishes are good and right. I know I can have all of these things as a lesbian and be happy. I heard that this week and I'm like, bruh, I was fucking just floored. Because I'm like, what 12-year-old has their shit together like this? What was I doing at 12? Uh, I don't know. I was playing lots of, like, Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been very much the same way if I had to come out as gay. furiously masturbating. <laughs> oh, yeah, like all the time. All the time. And so no, sh- shortly after she said all this, Anna, come to our side. It's super sexist over here. <laughs> but it's super duper sexist on your side, so it's fine. I-, I have a feeling she's not going to be a member very much longer after this kind of stuff. No, no. no. From from she... from what I've heard, she has not been back. She has not been back to church. You deserve better. You deserve goddamn better. You foster your own community. You've got the power. Oh, yeah. Well, she's 
she's doing fantastic right now. Um, she just Kat, barely Kat Palmer did an amazing yep. mm-hmm. photo shoot that she had. Oh God, those photos are incredible. And, um, they did it to raise money. They did it to raise money. And she has donated the, the proceeds from all of that to the, the local, uh, the local youth, uh, resource center. Yeah. The homeless youth re- resource center. Because amazing for those that are outside of Utah, yeah, that, that don't understand this, a, a lot of the homeless youth that are in Utah mm-hmm. is because they're LGBT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a huge part of it. Yeah, QINA as well. Sorry, I don't mean to leave anybody out of the spectrum there, but it's just it, it's because this state is so ass backwards when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So as, after she said the whole "I can have all these things as a lesbian and be happy," and God made me this way, kind of everything, they cut off her mic. And, and did you guys notice that she went up to the mic in a white shirt and tie? Yeah, that had to piss some people off. <laughs> oh, it certainly did. And so, love it. This uh, kid's a rock star, really. Yeah, and so they they uh, they 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 want to try to make it in this article like, well, they don't know exactly what happened. We know what the fuck happened. You know, somebody mm-hmm. went cut the fucking mic on this girl, and mm-hmm. so. They cut the mic on a child, on a goddamn yeah. child. Bury yeah. her a testimony. Child you know. who was being vulnerable and asking for support and connection, and they cut the mic on a child. This is cruelty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at first she thought it was broken, so she turned to ask the general authority or whoever the fuck it was, and he said, go sit down. Like, he told her to go sit down. Mm-hmm. And so, despite repeated requests for the church headquarters and the uh, and the law, the bishop, and they didn't explain why Savannah's mic ceased to work. And on a Mormon church website called Mormon and Gay, it offers the following advice to Mormons who want to come out. If you decide to share your experiences of same-sex attraction or to openly identify as gay, you should be supported and treated with kindness and respect, both at home and in church. Mm. Should. You should. It should, yeah. but you don't. Should. That's not going <laughs> to happen. No, but no, here's the, here's the reality: is that they can align the two. You cannot treat people who have same sex attraction or you know just human sexuality yeah. Yeah. with open and kindness. You can't be open. I've talked about this many times. You cannot mm-hmm. be open and accepting of sexuality and still hold sexuality, sexual purity as a thing. You can't have that as a value value you cannot say that you value consent and value sexual purity especially of women you cannot say that you respect homosexuality and not accept the expression of such these Mm -hmm. two things are conflicting and that is why the members are freaking the fuck out right now is because they're they're like no we love you and also don't say anything and the yeah. the amazing thing to me is that our very own I wouldn't say local because he's Arizona right now, but Mike Norton, you know, new name Noah mm-hmm. <laughs> was one of the first guys to post this video on his YouTube. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of people out there that are saying like, "Oh, this was staged because Mike Norton has shared it." You know. Uh-huh. Uh, for for those that How- don't know who Mike Norton is, he's Wait, the guy what? that he's he's the guy that takes in the temple videos of like all the weird ordinances and shit that's going yeah, on. Yeah. 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 And so there's a lot of people that are saying like, oh, this recording was unauthorized. Like, uh, okay, but I have a question about the staged thing because yeah. literally mm-hmm. every testimony is staged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like it, that's Felicia. Thing. That that's you actually putting some thought into your statements <laughs> instead of you know. 
I, I don't understand what they mean. It was staged. She wait, does they do they mean that she planned on doing this? Does she, they, she they mean planned, that she planned on walking and she did and maybe she planned told on somebody maybe told mm-hmm. somebody record the shit out of this. Maybe yeah. her mom went record the shit out of this. That is that what they mean by stage? I, I, because I'm, I'm pretty sure if my yeah. kids was about was about to go in front of the congregation and bear their fucking soul to everybody about how this is an integral part of who they are. I would make sure that shit's on video because how yeah. lucky is Savannah that in like 20 years when she is married working at the Disney studios and stuff to her wife and has a family of like three kids be like, this is the day everything changed. You know how you yeah. can look back and have that moment where like you went from everything from beyond this point. You know? I just mm-hmm. I just don't understand that it was staged comment. Yes. Oh, yes. The, the people are pissed off. Yeah, because they think she, it's some sort clearly... of giant. It's some sort of giant gotcha against the Mormon church. Well, the thing is, it the, is. The, the funny thing about it is it wouldn't have been a giant gotcha if, if they, they hadn't shut off cut the fucking, her mic. If they exactly. hadn't made the talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had you not cut off the lady's mic, you might not be in such a big deal here. But the problem is that you proved exactly who you fucking people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And the, the, the bishop there, his name is, last name is Law, saying the video is being exploited for political purposes. Uh, no. Uh, no, it's cultural. No. Hang on, hang on. Everything's political. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, but I would yeah. actually, uh, like I would we said, like we said, when Zach was on the show earlier today, when we were talking about 3-2 beer possibly being phased out here in Utah, the thing that this state hates more than fucking anything is having the status quo challenged and being dragged into the 21st fucking century. The Mormon church does not like being in control. <laughs> or does not like not <laughs> being not in control, not sorry. In control. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> I would argue that um, it's not political. This isn't a political thing, because she's not... Uh, her political fight has already been won. Yeah. Her political fight has been won. They, she, she can get married as an adult. Mm-hmm. She can marry a woman. She can adopt children in most places, and I believe that'll be challenged in the Supreme Court, and I do think it will win. But um, she can't be a member of the church in good standing. That's the problem. So that's not political. That's cultural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have an established church, technically, oh, in let's Utah. Just, we let's so just do. go ahead and get rid of it. Let's just go ahead and kill that Johnson a minute. <laughs> but in Utah, in Utah... Even that was defeated. Even in Utah, it was defeated. Mm-hmm. So, it's not political. This is cultural. So, go fuck yourself that this is political. Go fuck yourself. This is cultural. And the culture is winning. Because right. gay doesn't fucking matter. Yep. So, the mom, Heather, says that uh, she has more courage than I've ever seen in anybody. And the set of balls on this kid to be able to go in front of her whole congregation during Fast and Testament is, is just fucking amazing. And the mom says, continues here, it says, to be able to share something so personal with everybody, that made my heart soar as a parent. That had to be a proud fucking moment for her. So uh, this incident has created some tender emotions, first and foremost, for a brave young girl. As a congregation, we continue to reach out and do all that we can to make sure she knows that we love her and her family. You know what? The only bullshit, thing I Mormon do- Church. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> the only thing I want to do is approach this girl and say, Good job. Good job. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't have to believe in God. That's it. That's it. I would leave it mm-hmm. there. You don't have to. Uh, 
Because man, William, I wish somebody would have told me that <laughs> earlier on in life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, I, there are choices. We, there are choices. William's cousin was in town this last weekend. Um, he's from Oklahoma and it was this is amazing. So we're sitting at lunch. <laughs> yep. Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so uh, we're sitting at lunch and um, he, I can't remember how it came up, but William mentioned that there is no God. And this this 15 year old looked at him and went, what? You don't believe in God? <laughs> and William, proud as a peacock, sat up and said, nope. Don't believe it at all. And he goes, we don't believe in God at all. And he, he points to me and I'm like, oh yeah, no, not at all. And then I went back <laughs> to ordering my food, like to looking at the menu. Like it wasn't a thing. This kid, <laughs> he was shocked. He was shocked. I tell you that this was an option. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a discussion. We didn't debate the merits of it. It was just that he had never heard of the option of not believing in God. Mm-hmm. And that little window could be everything. Mm-hmm. And this little girl, Savannah, I just want to turn to her and go, you don't have to. Nope. <laughs> you don't have to. Nothing says you have to. And shit, I'm doing fine. <laughs> like, There's a lot oh, of us out there. There's shit. a lot more of us than you think. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're everywhere and hey. we're doing just fine. And your mom's possibly one too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so yeah, definitely got to give Savannah some serious fucking props there. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't lament the fit we spent like like twenty three minutes talking about this because it's a very fucking important story. And once yeah. again, LGBTQ rights coming out of Utah. Just it's amazing <laughs> that mm-hmm. this place of all places, you know. <laughs> At the very least, you're going to find a friend in the secular world. There's st- again, the secular world is still sexist as shit. Less so than the religious world. They're working I'll on it. it. They're working on it. <laughs> they're working on it. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot working on it. Um, but the secular world is going to accept your gayness. It's going to accept it just fine. So yeah, Savannah, you're an amazing girl, and hopefully, this yeah. reaches your ears somehow. Anyway, we'll we'll. <laughs> That's a hope that I have, <laughs> but who knows? Just a little. Just it's a tiny be like bit. the set of balls on this little girl. <laughs> Inside her belly. Bigger than, bigger than her in there. Belly. They're in there. Balls are in her belly. <laughs> bigger than mine. <laughs> so good on you, Savannah. We we appreciate everything that you've done. You still shouldn't have drugged me. No, I know that was extremely uncool. Mm, that's not though. Holy shit! Right, Glenn Gooley for the best of times. You might recall a couple of weeks back, uh, we got a comment from Josh Bernstein about how like he he appreciates what we do and he's like it's always good to have counter opinions on stuff and that led to the whole, you know, internal dialogue I've had in my own brain where I'm like maybe this might be the kind of guy we have on the show. Maybe we'll we'll talk about this guy. Maybe we'll have him on and to have him defend his positions. Not after hearing this video that I'm about to give you guys right now because my god like there is there is no talking to this kind of person so uh let me see what we got here hang on this is more breaking news um about uh this person with a very strange name i have to say uh and you know what he's he's talking about uh reality lee winter or uh winter sorry winter not winter 
You know, uh-huh. the, the lady that leaked the NSA document. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they caught her through printer steganography, which is fucking... It's, mm-hmm. it, it, you research that, and it's like, wow. There's, like, no way of being a whistleblower without being fucking caught <laughs> in this country. Damn. <laughs> so anyway, let's hear what he has to say. She needs to be dealt with. I mean, when, you know, the, the, the Rosenbergs were executed way back when for doing uh, espionage and treason and, uh, and what? spying. <laughs> okay, well, no, first, toe... Two totally different things. <laughs> I, I'm unfamiliar. The the Rosenbergs, um, yeah, they were, uh, they were actual communist Russian spies. So they they were actually uh, Julius and Ethel sacred. Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they, they were both executed June nineteenth, nineteen fifty three, in Austin, New York. Uh, mm-hmm. conspiracy to commit espionage, criminal penalty, death, uh, executed. Uh, they were like, we're talking, oh, this was like early fifties. <laughs> okay. We don't put people to death for that anymore. We just don't like that's. I mean, this isn't like a political statement. This is just, we don't. Right. Right. So they weren't like, or leaking. we don't publish. Right. So they, they weren't like leaking things to the press. They, they were they were they selling were, state, state secrets to the enemy, you know. Right. Okay. Right. So Heide, super Heide shady. Look, got it. Yeah, hide of the hide of the Cold War. They were they were agents for the for the Russian government for the the Soviet. Okay, that's that's actual treason because they were right. a declared enemy. But um, even right. now, like no, seriously, we don't put people to death for treason anymore. Right. Actually, Abraham Lincoln didn't put anyone in this, in this, uh, who fought for the South. Uh, I mean, yes, a lot of people who fought for the South died, but no right. one was actually executed for treason in the Civil War, guys. Uh, right. Treason's actually pretty common in our history, and mm-hmm. it's very, very rare we put anyone to death for it. Um, wow. Okay. So, yeah. comparing them to a very rare scenario... Uh-huh. intensely rare they're like there's yeah. a ton of spies there's well, a ton of spies here's like, the let's thing be clear. the the charges that they were brought up on is that they were supposedly passing information related to like fat man and little boy you know mm-hmm. so we're talking <laughs> nuclear secrets being passed to the ussr who turned right. out to be our biggest fucking uh rival when it comes to having nuclear warehousing you know all these fucking weapons right. that we have out yeah. there so I could see how something like that may be a. I'm not so saying I would say I'm not going to say punishable by, by death kind of thing, but it's like that's very fucking bad what you did. Right. This yes. lady just let us know that there was some shady shit going on when it comes to Russia and America, you know. <laughs> so hang on, let me let him finish. He's only got about thirty seconds left. Hey, that President Trump needs to recommend that this person is executed. That's right, I said that. This is treasonous. <laughs> This is against the United States' best interest. It is a national security threat, and this person must be dealt with and made an example of. And I would recommend that she be executed for what she has done. Oh my God! So much go fuck yourself. Not even close. What was she? So she she was arrested. What was she charged with? Uh, let me see if I can bring it up real quick. Uh, Panter, panter, panter. (laughs) I don't think it was. Uh, I don't just. was I don't she think it was espionage. No, she wasn't charged with treason. Okay, then it's not a death penalty. No. First of all, I oppose the death penalty. 
a hundred percent of the time. She, uh, I there, she, there are very few things that I take a firm stance on. Like there is no exception, but the death penalty is the one. The death penalty, I'm like, there is no exception. She was a yeah. short timer in the Air Force. She retired at E4. You know, that's most people after okay, six that's years. Very, very, yeah, that's pretty common. Very low level. Uh, but she was working for the NSA and she passed on intelligence about Russian interference in the 2016 elections to the news website, The Intercept. Okay, mm-hmm. not treason. And so the report suggested that uh, Russian hackers attacked a U.S. voting software supplier. So mm-hmm. none, none of that is death penalty worthy. No, not I, even close. Yeah, not I even within I, the precedence of the law. Not even what we put people to death for. That doesn't no. even make any fucking sense. Right. I think she was charged under the uh, June, Espionage Act or something. Let's see. On okay. June, uh, she was arrested June third. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't say exactly what it was. However, she pleaded not guilty to willful retention and transmission of national defense information and was denied bail. Prosecutors mm-hmm. allege okay, she may have been look- involved in other leaks of classified information. She might try to flee the country if released. Anyway, yeah, so okay, that, that, that is not even the same goddamn thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Mr. Josh First of Bernstein. All, at the time that those people were tried and convicted and executed, killed, m- murdered, I'm going to yeah. go with murder. Yeah, state sanctioned murder. murder because, yeah, <laughs> yeah stakes, it's still murder. Um, those, at those times that those people were murdered, uh, they were still transmitting information to an American enemy. The media is not a declared enemy of the United States. I don't know if you guys know those. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Weird. Yet. <laughs> oh, God. I will fight for the fuck out of the media i don't care how sensational the, i will fight for the rights of tmz like look i i hate me some alex jones i hate oh, fucking alex I jones hate it. oh i hate but he's it. got every right to say the horrible shit that he does <laughs> right it's horrid disgusting and but just like I, this josh bernstein guy i hate the fuck the, the fact that he's saying this kind of stuff but he's arguing against his own self-interest at this point. Like, yeah, he's flat out. He's flat wrong. You're like Josh, yeah. you, you realize I'm that separate. you, like, if you happen to be on the opposite end of the spectrum here, and you were saying this kind of stuff that's against what the state wanted, what's to stop them from dragging you out and executing you? Uh, that's because <laughs> they're not actually thinking about it. What they're, they're authoritarian. This is the this is the Christian right thinking, and this oh, is authoritarian. Yeah. Oh, it's what I've been posting on Twitter on under the Utah Outcast banner for the longest time. For the right. GOP, oh, it's okay if we do it. <laughs> yeah, it's authoritarianism. Yeah. It's authoritarianism. <laughs> I've been saying this forever. How we, this podcast has been talking about fascism coming from the right forever, yeah. and and not in a hyperbolic ah oh, fascist. No, like literally the rise it's, of fascism. It's, yeah, it's literal now. Yeah, yeah, it's literal. <laughs> this is, this is literally what the rise of fascism looks like, guys. We have historical precedents. Uh, good news, we have an educated populace, <laughs> and most of them oppose these concepts inherently now because of education. Mm-hmm. Most of them, but uh, you got to get up. <laughs> yeah, you have to act. So that, that, let's just say let's put let's put a final point on this: is that Josh Bernstein, you're not invited on our show. <laughs> no, no, no. You're as much as I, I would probably enjoy having a conversation with someone as deluded as you are. I'm not going to use my I platform. Would. I'm not going to no. let you on the hey, platform to uh, do it. I would not no. enjoy it. And no, here's, too much. No, he's just too I much of an idiot. No, and here's the thing. He has a much grander audience than we have. 
he would only be doing yeah. us a favor by having us on. <laughs> I'm not going to take that shortcut. I am not going to sell myself no, out for this kind him. of shit. You've got <laughs> folks like Michael Shermer and all these other folks that are just, you know, Lacey fucking green, you know, someone okay. I used to enjoy on YouTube where she was, you know, very feminist and everything selling themselves out for fucking alt-right money. And it's just like, no, no I, I can't fucking do it. I, maybe if this was my only job, I might try to find inroads. To, no, you don't even fuck that because I can't compromise myself. I just can't do it. There's there easy ways. Ideals. There's easy ways for us to make so much fucking money doing this. Yes. But there we're not going ideals. to. <laughs> there are there, there are, are ideals that says that certain ideas are not worth entertaining. And that is true, you guys. Mm-hmm. We have come to a point where we say these ideas are no longer acceptable. Mm-hmm. And we can do that. That is okay. History has demonstrated it. If you don't want us to address it, do your fucking research. Okay? Yep. History has demonstrated it. We are going to exist on the platform of forward thinking. That is what the show is about. Forward thinking. And we are going to constantly challenge ourselves on the forward thinking ideas. Now, I am not going to say that there are no conservative people with forward thinking ideas. I actually think there are. I think there are a lot of conservative people out there who are trying to hold on to old ideals for the right reasons, because there are some that have been proven to work. But the modern conservative movement as a whole has rejected these, and they are, go- they are forwarding to authoritarianism and fascism. Now, that's Had- not to speak to, <clears throat> speak to the individual, but this show is not going to entertain the idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and and I would I would be I would be appalled. I would be appalled. I had a, to have something. Like- I had a lengthy discussion with uh, aunts and uncles when I. Uh, I guess it's a good time as I need to bring it up. I, I had a uh, relative that died, and going down to the deep fucking south to go visit. And I, I hate to put this part on the fucking Josh Bernstein video. So, but anyway, <laughs> anyway this is where it's going to fit. Uh, I had a lengthy discussion over scotch and cigars with my uncle who is a guy that lives in the fucking San Francisco Bay, but he's, like, conservative. <laughs> How does that... Uh, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. Okay, we're, we're talking, like, West Point graduate, 20 years in yeah. the service as a fucking officer in the Army kind of thing. So he's, he's died in the wool conservative. And I, and I said to him, I'm like, look, he's like, well, how did you end up becoming this atheist liberal guy living in Utah He's like, was it just like a counterculture kind of thing? And I'm like, no, 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 that's too simplistic. That's way too simplistic. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I was, and what's, what's funny to me is that I stated my case very, well, doing this show, fuck you, you, you learn how to talk. You learn yeah. how to, <laughs> you learn how to state your opinion <laughs> very verbosely. You know how to have people enwrapped in what you're trying to say to him. And I said to him, I'm like, look, man, I probably wouldn't be as like, uh, liberal, I probably wouldn't. I, I would still consider myself a conservative with a lot of things. I'm not saying that, like, I want like a smaller government, you know, get the fuck out of my, you know, it's like, but the, but the party that considers themselves conservative nowadays are not. They are not They're conservative not. in the slightest. Mm-mm. And I said, ha- if these people were to actually, you know, live by their mandate that they want to live by, and they were actually not the party of Christ, you know, if they didn't have this religious right glom onto them, I might consider being a Republican, because they, if they were to the root of what the Republican Party originally was, 
that's a good fucking political party to believe in, but it's not. If if we're going to be honest right now, yeah. if we're talking mm-hmm. in individual freedoms, yeah. if we're talking conservative small government, every fucking conservative would be pro-choice. Yeah. Everyone would be mm-hmm. pro-choice. They'd be just fine with people fucking whoever they wanted to fuck. Yep. There would be legal marijuana. There wouldn't be any weird fucking taxations on shit that does not need to be overly taxed. Absolutely. There would be so many things. Like, there's a lot of people that consider themselves libertarian nowadays. And it's like, (laughs) you don't know the fucking definition of that term. No. You you are a conservative in, like, the original conservative sense. That's what you are. You're not... At this point, at this point, the Democrats are the ones that are championing, championing freedom. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. If we're talking individual freedoms, if we're talking maximizing freedom, yeah, it is the Democrat. They're the ones and they that are get doing. Behind. Yeah. They are the centrist maximizing freedom at this point, and you don't have to agree with all of it. You nope. don't have to agree with all of it, but the party as a whole is maximizing freedom, and mm-hmm. that's the fucking hell. Exactly. So it was just really interesting to have this this lengthy discussion with somebody that. Especially with my old man, because I think I floored him a couple of times. I, he doesn't. My old man doesn't listen to this stuff. He doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> k- tune into what X is doing, and he doesn't care much about the whole atheist discussion. Which was kind of interesting to have these discussions with with family members because it's like they had no idea I knew how to defend myself so fucking well. <laughs> yeah, my dad's kind of the same way. He's yeah, like, you get kind of used to the, it. I love the idea of God, and then he turns to me. And he's like. What about morality? I'm like, oh, you want to have a discussion on morality? Let's get into it. And he's like, I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> like, let's pull the sleeves up. Like, you are in my wheelhouse now. And so that's how I felt having these discussions with my nearly 60-year-old uncle and my over 60-year-old dad is like, oh, you guys want to be in my fucking courtyard. Okay, let's let's do this let's shit. Do you this. know? <laughs> I had I'm not I'm not kidding you guys. Like, I was down there for fucking dour reasons. I was there for like sad reasons. I don't know if it was the single malt scotch that we had going through our system or if it was the the fact that I inhaled cigar smoke that, you know, you really shouldn't be doing that, but it's intense. Holy shit, guys. That'll light you up. Being drunk and like nicotine high at the same time. It was just it was amazing, you know, but I was just I had these amazing discussions with these folks and I I think he probably walked away and went, I kind of agree. Oh shit, he's he did a good job of defending himself. It's like <laughs> I have no way to attack that. So let's talk about freedom. Let's talk about like, let's, let's right talk now. about freedoms and let's also talk about the fact that I need proof for a lot of the stuff yeah. that you guys mm-hmm. state. I said I, and this is one of the discussions I had and fuck I'm gonna title this something other than fucking Josh <laughs> not Josh, <laughs> what's the hell his name? Yeah, Josh Bernstein. I'm gonna have to call it something else, but uh the fact that um when it came to religion and everything, I said, look, man, if there was a, if, there, if something happened tomorrow, Jesus came down to the planet and said, I am the Lord who calls himself I. And, you know, he came down to me and said specifically something only I would fucking know kind of thing and proved himself to me and everybody else on the planet. I said, I would have no other recourse except for calling myself a Christian at that point, you know, or calling myself a Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, <laughs> just just for shorthand, we'll call it that, because I would have no yeah. reason to not believe anymore. I would have oh, my yeah. evidence that would be required of this kind of thing to happen. 
And I said, if that was to happen, that that's just me being intellectually honest. If something like this was to happen, I would have to say, okay, this fucking happened, and I have no way to doubt this anymore. You know, and I'm not talking about you know me like something specifically happening to me. I'm talking about like independently verifiable evidence of shit that really fucking happened, kind of thing. If Absolutely. that kind of stuff happened. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck, I guess I'm a Christian now. (laughs) If it was the level of the trade towers coming down, all of us would have to accept that it happened, right? Yeah. We all here accept that the trade towers came down. We would have to accept it. Now, if that Jesus approached any one of us, we'd say, okay, we have some questions. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) the, the interesting thing that I brought up with this whole discussion is that I said, okay, if that kind of thing was to happen, if the evidence was to present present itself and I was to have to actually have this conversation with them, I said, that doesn't mean like I would have to consider myself a Christian and know that this is how things really were. I said, that doesn't mean I have to fall at the feet of your God. That doesn't mean I have to worship. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I have to, you know, think that everything is good, grand and wonderful with Mm -hmm. everything that's going on there because I've done some reprehensible bullshit. And so yeah. it's, it was a, it was a very fucking cathartic trip. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so oh, that man. God has some shit to fucking answer for. Mm-hmm. He's uh, has some answers. And we to, need some answers. He's to, got some explaining to do to make it ultimately lighthearted yeah. before we before we move on to our next fun with a real audio clip that we have here is that. OK, look, man. You don't go, and I'm saying, man, not as a pejorative or anything. I'm saying, oh, you know, you know, look, no, look, no, look, guys, look, women. Hey, hey y'all, look, man. Hang on, I, I just, yeah, that's it. I, I'm gonna, know, I'm, I'm just gonna own my roots here. Hey, y'all, when you go <laughs> to a whiskey bar, you know specifically that is what like ninety percent of their menu is is whiskey. You know, single malt bourbons right fuck high they had high west on the menu and i shared that oh, with them shit, yeah because nice. they, have a, they have a double rye that's so goddamn good mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so anyway sorry uh when we were having libations there and i was going back and forth with my uncle man i'm not some sort of high class floozy motherfucker kind of thing out there but good whiskey is good whiskey <laughs> mm-hmm. don't and my dad did this, and it's so fucking embarrassing. If he ever listened to this show, he'd be so fucking mad that I shared this. But he had a gastric bypass, so he can't really drink that much. So he has to drink just a little <laughs> bit. And when we were there at this whiskey bar, and this is a high class, like in a historic hotel kind of whiskey bar kind of thing. And he's like, "Me, I'm ordering like a Glenguli and like my my uncle's ordering uh hibiki you know just to try some different things out on the menu we're talking like 17 18 bucks for a dram of this kind of stuff <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, ta- we're talking we we ordered the the special smelling cups you know not not just like you know uh highball yeah. cups with fucking liquor in it we're talking like actual you're meant to savor every bit of this kind of thing mm-hmm. my old man says Do you have fireball <laughs> oh no 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 oh. no 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 no! They're like, oh, and both me and my uncle were just looking at him like, "You're kidding, right? What are you, some fucking like twenty-one-year-old like college student looking to get fucking wasted? Is that what you're here for? Because that's not what we're here for." <laughs> I mean, not to not not to shit on Fireball, but really, there's so much better. No, I'm sorry. Fireball and is I, travesty. Porter's fire is way better. It's yeah, not nearly it really as is. No, no, it is. It is. It is. 
But the, the fireball is, is so sugar. It's so sugary. Oh sweet. yeah, it's, it is. Here's the thing: when when I'm drinking a a glass of like twenty year Pappy Van Winkle, mm-hmm. and you know, putting spring water in it, like through a dropper that they brought to me, where they actually right, did right, like, right. yeah, yeah, no, okay. That's where, awesome, where they did like the they did like the, the twig water kind of thing where they like they they soak the water with the twig and it kind of, it, it, whiskey drinkers are a different fucking breed of people you know? yeah. <laughs> and I have a serious appreciation of it. You don't ask for the sugariest fucking trashiest mm-hmm. drink that you could possibly order that ha- that dares call itself whiskey. <laughs> just dares, just dares. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Fireballs, Travis. Delicious, peaty, smoky, campfirey whiskey. Oh, oh so good. Mm, I don't want the I, campfire. I wish you guys would have been there because it would have been, you would have just lapped it. We up. Had a it was blast. so we goddamn good. Blast. <laughs> so much fun. That would have been a blast. I, that would have been so we much need, fun. We need to go to more whiskey bars. That's all I'm saying. Is that th- there's, there's got to be some cool places around here we could check out. Anyway, that's it for Josh Bernstein. We're going to move <laughs> on to the next one. But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who mistreat you. All right, Dave Dobbenmeyer. I promise we're not going to go 18 minutes on on off-topic kind of stuff. But that's how we do, because we haven't recorded in like two weeks. So it's we've got a lot of backed-up stuff. We just... Once we finally get the the okay signal, we're just like, uh, come buckets. We're real <laughs> friends. We're actually real friends, guys. Yeah. So we get talking and we just enjoy each other's company. It's like real friends. And this adds talking on. I mean, Skype is one thing. In person, we'd be we'd be a fucking oh mess God. of liquor right now. Liquor not. and food, we would not be oh, able to handle have it. So much fun. Mm-hmm. It would we be ha- the best. We have the best time when we're together, though. Well, like, I just remember the, the the one time that Kyle and I came up for uh, drinks at Mestizo, the coffee place here in Salt Lake, and then yeah. we went to that bar afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. we could have gotten serious trouble if we would have kept the party rolling. <laughs> we really could have. We all went, we need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> so anyway, we have Dave Dobbenmeyer, who uh, I- I'll just let him get to it because it's just more fun that way. So let's hear what he has to say. And I think America uh, could use a little bit of anger. Anybody give me a thumbs up on that one? Okay, first of all, you have this old dude like trying to get social yeah. media likes kind of thing. Don't give me thumbs up on this. I, I need to. And I think America has already had a mega dose of anger. We've been mad okay. for a long <laughs> fucking like time. This is an appropriate time to. I, I have this fantasy of going on American Ninja Warrior, which is never going to happen for me. Go but on. I have this fantasy uh, <laughs> of going on, getting to the buzzer. And you know how all the guys like they take their shirt off, and I'm just like, I would too. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Oh, yeah. nipple. <laughs> bra, because I don't, I don't run things without a bra. These things jiggled. It's very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to jiggle too. I gotta get this off. And then I, <laughs> hashtag free the nipple. Like that's how I'm feeling with this guy. He's like, we need to get more aggressive. I'm like, you want more aggressive? Boom. Titties, <laughs> titty, my titty, legitimate titties. This is my body. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could. Maybe we. Because I know, I know where this is going. Because I've done enough of fun with real yeah. audience. Oh no, 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 no! You he have, would not. You have no, no idea I don't know. where this okay. is going. <laughs> I, I know that he would not appreciate it. He no, would yeah. not appreciate titties, and I would get so much gratification. And right now, I'm 
feeling like I should be tits out, but YouTube <laughs> is a dick. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Anybody think we could use a little bit of anger? Okay. Okay. So, Coach, be more Christ-like. All right. Uh, I'll do it. Uh, uh, I'll do it. Are you there? What does no. Christ have to yeah. do with anger? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, shit, unless, unless we're ta- unless we're talking about flipping tables over and shit, cat and nine tails chasing <laughs> people out in the temple. Christ yeah. only got that shitty when he was in the temple because he was like, "That's not what this is for. You're not supposed to sell shit in the temple." And that Baker. time he was pissed off at the fig tree, and that time that he cursed <laughs> those pigs off a cliff, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus yeah. was kind yeah. of a prick. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, Jesus was kind of a dick. Jared, Jared, you got my this other computer went to sleep on me. All right, <laughs> I'm going to be angry and not let the sun go down on my wrath. Uh, is was Jesus ever angry? Yes, we just said it. We just said a as few much. Times. Well, a couple yeah, times. a couple times. And if Jesus was angry, was that a sin? Yes, <laughs> according to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to be? You're, you're, okay. Angry? Or- no, you're not allowed to be angry because Jesus was the one born without sin, not you. <laughs> he was the son of God. How could he possibly sin? He was God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you read the Old Testament? Do you believe <laughs> no. in this Trinity bullshit? No. <laughs> Christians allowed to be angry, or are Christians supposed to get angry and then eat it? Well, Turn I, the I, other I, cheek, I, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think Turn you're supposed to eat it. Turn the other cheek. Eat it. Yeah. Turn I, I, the I, other cheek. That's literally eat it. That's literally oh, swallow your anger and turn the other cheek. Okay, my dad explained this to me, and this is actually the way it was meant. My dad was incorrect in his interpretation. Is when Jesus turned his other cheek, it was swallow your anger and hit me again. That's what Jesus meant. Hit mm-hmm. me again. I still remember hearing a a preacher say one time, uh, upon seventy seven times seventy seven times of being wronged, you are not supposed to turn your other, you are not supposed to turn to anger, kind of thing. And it's like they love fucking numbers in Baptist churches. They love bringing up yeah. shit like that. So it's just funny that like this guy's asking honestly, am I allowed to get pissed off as a Christian? No. Uh, unequivocally, no, you are not no, supposed not. to get mad. No, no, you're not allowed to. That's really written in you're not allowed to god's allowed to to get pissed (laughs) yeah you eat that you You swallow it the fuck down and let it give you ulcers all right (laughs) let's let him continue (laughs) oh because it only gets better get angry and eat that what we're supposed to do yep say coach you seem angry well why aren't you why aren't you angry because i have control over my emotions and (laughs) we we oh, we no, are angry about yeah i'm no. super duper I'm angry the... but i don't think anger is a sin i think anger is an intense emotion indicating uh-huh. that i need a change or personally I, I personally go with like i like the bruce banner line of uh, that's my secret captain i'm always i'm angry. always angry yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm always angry there's a there lot any, to be angry and there about. anything that ticks you off you don't care that they abort babies that doesn't make you mad Nope. No, not at all, nope. because it's not my choice. Nope. <laughs> not my body. I, I had my nope. kids. <laughs> nope. Nobody, nope. nobody is demanding you give up your body, permanently change it, and risk your fucking life to make somebody else live. <laughs> and if you were fucking demanded to do that, you would fucking scream personal freedoms. 
Because you don't even want to pay into healthcare for everyone. You don't even want to give your fucking money to pay for anyone to get out to healthcare. Just money. Not even your fucking body. Just fucking money. Oh, and even if you're low income, if you don't have the money to pay in, you wouldn't have to. That's the thing. You wouldn't have to pay into everyone getting health care. No, no. You don't want to have to pay in your riches that you're sweeping in from your fucking conned congregation who are based on fear and anger. No, you sit there and preach about how your personal freedoms, babies are getting killed. Go fuck yourself. If you had to give anything for anyone to live, you sit there and preach personal freedom. But if it's a fucking woman, you sit there and say how you're fucking above it. Go fuck yourself. I'm glad I saved this one for the last yeah. because I, it's not even there yet. We haven't even reached yeah. the crescendo yet. <laughs> oh yeah, plus you know they're oh, not done. they're they're I'm not even they're not even babies. So they're they're I mean, not even babies. So you know, no, you're, I just like you're, how you're wrong right from the premise. Right wing watch makes us wait for that money shot at the very end. They always give it to you right at the fucking end, and so hang I'm on. I'm fucking done. Face me. It, do, it doesn't make you mad that Planned Parenthood just spent $760,000 in that election down in Georgia. Is that all? <laughs> Come at me. Um, no. 760000 Oh, and by the way, prove that. Prove that. Yeah. Prove that's what Planned Parenthood spent. Because I guarantee it's not even that. Because Planned Parenthood spends all their fucking money getting providers to people who need it. Primarily women women but they don't just support women they support the lgbtq they support men they support everyone who comes to them in need of sexual health and mm -hmm. you sit there and claim that abstinence only is the only one that deserves any fucking respect and the rest of us can fuck off while we're still living our fucking lives ah I just oh think my it's God. Funny. dave dobbenmeyer is so mad if it's getting Felicia so mad. mad too, but he's so yeah. mad. <laughs> well, even he doesn't even know rage. He doesn't know rage. No. He doesn't know rage. Well, even if even if they did, even if they did, aren't they allowed to? Yeah, I think we're all allowed to be pissed ah, off about things. Uh, my, my freedom, oh, but but his his is a by sin. Evolution rule. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is just you know I'm indignant. <laughs> I'm mad about things. He <laughs> is not allowed to be that way. <laughs> no, he's mad. He's mad by some arbitrary rules from a book he read once. And it's impotent <laughs> Probably rage. didn't. Probably <laughs> didn't. Mine is mad. Our rage is about, is particularly mine, yeah. uh, uh, is because of consequence. Is mm -hmm. because there are people who have to live with this shit. There are people who actually have to live. He is imagining, he, he has some uh, hypothetical being that is mad that we can't even prove exists that is mad but there are right now i can show you the consequences of his anger consequences of his control and oppressiveness that are suffering because of his anger and he thinks he gets to be mad come at me <laughs> whoa he's coming at you hang on seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars tax dollars planned parenthood invested in that dude that ass hat down there in, in georgia uh planned parenthood doesn't um, get tax funded taxpayer funded and, money and and well, they, 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 oh, they no, do they do but not for the, for abortion i'm just saying that right no no no, no. they wouldn't use that and for campaign contributions is just no and, and they, he has stolen well, the, radio from hell's ass hat 
You don't get to use that. <laughs> uh, 501c4s, the uh-huh. political organizations, don't get tax exemption. They have to pay taxes. So no taxpayer dollars go to 501c4s. That doesn't make get, you mad. They get, they... That doesn't make you mad. No, it doesn't make me mad. No. So <laughs> no, 501c4s, 501c4s will never make me mad about tax dollars. No. Right. Last, last line. Because they're different than... Let's let him finish. <laughs> it doesn't make you mad to teach lies to your kids in school. That don't make you mad. Hang oh, on. we'll just pray about it. We'll just pray about it, coach. Yeah. And in the meantime, your grandkid's going to be a homo. <laughs> 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 he just admitted prayer doesn't work. Uh, I oh, loved you it. Pray yeah. about it. Oh, you're going to pray about it? That's what oh, we we're going to sit here and pray about it. Meanwhile, your grandson's a homo. <laughs> <laughs> an adorable homo yes he yes yeah he's probably pretty happy too man oh my god that's <laughs> i just so much, just admitted prayer doesn't work he totally just admitted prayer doesn't work you guys the uh, right-wing christian admitted that prayer, prayer doesn't, work. doesn't work you have to get mad about things like his his anger is funny to me <laughs> Yeah, how's that intercessory it's, prayer it's working so for you, Dave? <laughs> it's oh, not. Let me tell you, that's exactly oh, what's happening. Oh, you're angry. <laughs> oh, you're angry. That's so cute. <laughs> it's funny that Felicia's trying to talk to us and she can't hear us. We can't hear her, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> he has all the money and all the privilege. Oh, yeah. no. He's got a pretty impressive green screen setup where he tries to pretend like he's shooting in front of a fucking stadium every time. Uh, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Come at me. Let's hope that your grandson's a homo, so maybe it'll change your fucking mind about this stuff, Dave. No, no he's one of those guys that's going to be... He, he's going to be the guy that kicks his grandson out. You ain't going to have no Peter Puffer in my house. <laughs> and then his, his grandson will go on and find mm-hmm. community and happiness mm-hmm. and up downs and conflict and it's going to be a, it's going to be tough but he's going to find people that support him and he's going to find people that he trusts and meanwhile this guy's going to die and eventually angry move, and alone move to utah yeah. and have drinks with some sort of weird three people that do podcast things at the middle of salt lake city so yeah because we have fun we enjoy we enjoy people like, I would even sit down and have beers with conservatives because it's fun to talk about this stuff as long as you don't get heated like you fucking can <laughs> this guy Intellectually wants honest. Yeah. Intellectually honest conservatives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, yes. That don't parent talking points. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I've met a lot. I've met a lot of intellectually mm-hmm. honest conservatives, and almost all of them are like, yeah, gay merge is fine. <laughs> like almost all of them, it's, and, and then they get to abortion and they they struggle because in their heads the baby, and that's yeah. when you have to start going the freedom concepts and discussing them mm-hmm. and yeah. But it, most of the time, yeah, they're reachable in a concept form. So but not being, this motherfucker. Being an angry Christian, what's that going to get for you? Uh, probably the same uh, amount of praying that you're doing is, is working yeah. with you. So, and that. You... Oh. yeah, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, thoughts and, and prayers. prayers. <laughs> My grandmother, um, she gave her body to a medical school, uh, so it, for it to just be examined and, and dissected. 
which is a good thought for that, but you know, they're her survivors, or her family. That was a person. That was my grandmother. She used to wear glasses and say things. <laughs> and now she's just shaved head on a metal table with a hungover medical student trying to dig out her pancreas, and, and he gets an F. Imagine being the body where the kid got an F on you. The teacher's like, no, you idiot. And he writes F on her tit with a Sharpie and just throws her down a chute on a pilot F body. Well, it finally happened. Someone that I really cared about in my family died. And as a non-religious person, I knew this moment was coming and I prepared myself about the best that I could. And you know what? I really am just fine. There was not a mythical come to Jesus moment where there would be an altar call and I'd find myself coming to God and Jesus. No matter how many of my blood relatives who uh, learned of my atheism during this trip might said it might have happened. Uh, the person that shuffled out this mortal coil was my grandma. And this proved to me this week that there are people who are exceptions to the rule at all times. She died a true believing Christian, a Baptist of many, many many years, like strict Southern Baptist, who used to justify spankings for me and my brother, not only because of uh, that being how it was always done, you know, the, the historical way that we abused our children in times past, uh, but it was also done with justification from verses in the Bible. She was a dyed-in-the-wool true, true believer, and they had, she had John Hagee books on the shelves in the room that I was staying in. I stayed in her room. I'm not, uh, what, I can't remember. I'm not superstitious, so I had no qualms staying in a dead woman's room. It's not a big deal. So anyway, while attending to their death, um, I found out that she didn't take this religion and God stuff lightly at all. Everybody that I talked to around her told me that how much of a woman of faith that she was at stayed. So what surprised me the most is that in her death, she decided to donate her body to medical science as a cadaver. She did this for the furtherance of science. And to me, I do need to be reminded sometimes of my blind spots because just because somebody is religious, that doesn't mean that they don't give a damn about science. That feeling is usually justified, though, I, I would argue that Many people that are religious, this brings about beliefs that if you burn your body or do anything other than a normal burial, you won't be made whole in the afterlife. Hell, I've got Mormons in the family, and they agree with the whole be whole until Jesus come things, and, uh, and I've got Baptists that don't give a shit as long as it's a burial or a cremation. But for a lot of them, learning that my grandma was going to be useful after their passing, and she said in her own words, I'm dead. What the hell do I care before she died? Uh, she didn't want to be remembered via gravestone or by marker. She just wanted to pass into death with only the memories of everybody else that had of her. Uh, so before I get too much in-depth in, in with this uh, rant that I'm bringing up here in a second, I just wanted to give credit where credit is due. My grandma and her death gave me a whole new level to strive towards with my own shortcomings. I, at one time was not an organ donor at all. But then I saw the error of my ways and learned that, you know, there's nothing really to be afraid of with that thing. And now I have to seriously grapple 
with donating what's left of me to science instead of some expensive as shit cremation or burial. And at the same time, you get to have a bonus of, you know, donating your body to science. Be amazing. So while I was down in the deep south of Arkansas, and this is the rant here, I came across a realization that the racism in this, in this country isn't getting better like everybody wanted it to. It's not. People are really just simply starting to segregate themselves more. And this no more was made apparent to me when I went to go visit an old haunt of a town where I used to live called Pine Bluff. Now, I grew up as a young kid there. I spent about two years of my whole life there. Uh, one when I was like six or seven, and then another one when I was a teenager. So it really wasn't a big deal for me when I was growing up there because you don't really have a concept of racism as a little kid. Uh, you're just a kid. Sure, you may see other people having different skin tones as you. But all you know at that age is cartoons and Nintendo. I mean, and ramen noodles, because it's fucking amazing when you were a kid. So. On the trip up to the town, I accompanied my dad and my uncle in a shitty little Nissan Versa. If you need to Google that, you can, but it's, it's about the most Econobox K car that you can get there. So this isn't exactly the epitome of a car that someone would want to steal like by, via carjacking, especially with the near 300-pound guy sitting in the back seat making it look like it was a lowrider. But my hosts for this trip absolutely refused to visit this town. That, had, that has been about 75% black and 24% white for decades and decades. Which is amazing to me. This is the biggest example uh, of white male fragility at its finest because they needed to bring a gun. I will never understand the gun-toting mindset. The active shooter wannabe heroes that think that simply having a weapon on you will somehow make them impervious to, I don't know element of surprise so here i sit rolling around the suburbs of a poverty-stricken town and i'm not using that as a pejorative toward the people of that town or the majority of them there or a slight in saying that it was a, the black community who was responsible for that i'm merely making a statement based on the negative population growth the city has faced it's lost about 30 percent of its population in the last decade uh the prices of houses were dirt cheap uh, states of downtown businesses which seem to consist mainly of uh churches and liquor stores i'm not kidding i only wish i was no the 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 part of downtown that was actually starting to look pretty nice were the ones where you could see small businesses setting up there were people that were trying um they were trying to mend all this so that people are just doing the best they can with what they've got and if you're poverty poverty stricken you're probably not going to have a whole lot of money to venture into businesses like but here we were driving through someone else's neighborhood someone else's town we were the interlopers driving around like we owned the fucking place and we had the gall to be the ones who went in their arm look i can understand if you're worried about being mugged by somebody if you're worried about being attacked by a bear while camping a whole slew of times where uh, us paranoid apes think that we need something like a firearm to protect ourselves but i can guarantee that you don't need one driving through the middle of a town in the middle of the day with three people in a small-ass hoopty looking for businesses and schools that we remembered from a time that was since long past. There was no danger. There was no death. There was no need to bring something like that into the car with us. These were just people. There was no need to play the us-versus-them mentality that was prevalent in this state even since prior to the Civil War. 
We as a people won't see any of this change, no matter how progressive we think we are, until we learn to conquer that basest fear of the other, the outgroup, and those who don't look like us. And we still have a long way to go. And look, I don't have advice to all of you people out there to how to get over this fear. All I can say is that for the, for the most part, that they are just like you. Everybody in this world is just like you. They more than likely want to live just like you do. They want a family. They want to earn a living. They want to be entertained and they want to be well fed. They want sex. They want booze and they want to continue living. And I'm not saying that's what we all want. That's not the basis of, you know, humanity right there. But from what I've learned from doing this show every week is that we as humans are more alike than we are different. And we all wish to be treated like equals. All right, that brings an end to the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on our Friday patron show. Uh, that's when we drop the veil of secrecy on a six-month-old episode and bring it to you, the rest of you people out there that are not patrons. Those of you that are patrons, however, uh, can count themselves as one of the lucky that have that one and about 40 or more that they can listen to at any time if they want to because it's all... It's all gravy when you're a patron. So if you like what we do here and wish to support the, the work that we do each and every week, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Outcast and donate at a level you feel comfy with. Many, many, many thanks go out to our new and sustaining patrons out there, and they are in no particular order. Angelica Pearson, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, Marissa McCool, Michael Stevens, Stephen Andrus, and Rosabelle Howden. Remember, we don't only credit those who send us some cash. Uh, we also give shout-outs to anybody who gives us a review on iTunes, a subscribe on YouTube if your profile is public, or even a review that we might catch on Facebook because it really does help us out in reaching more people, and we're really grateful to get any reviews in. It's been an amazing two years, and I, I apologize once again for taking last week off, but we're back in the saddle, and it seems like everything's going great. So go right now and give us a rating if you haven't already, and we'll be sure to give you your due praise. Uh, a final thanks to the panel for joining me this week, and like I said, we'll catch you on Friday with an older patron show, and again on Monday with a brand new episode of Season 3, uh, and it's going to be full of current events and features. So until then, everybody, you're welcome.
give me a fun story. What's your fun story? Okay. So, um, someone I know posted on Facebook today that uh, they had a family member murdered, straight up murdered. It's really, truly terrible. Uh, that's not the fun part. The fun part is that they were asking for literally, uh, it's a distant family member. It wasn't like someone close to them, but you know, they, they had feelings all the same. Uh-huh. And um, they asked for thoughts and prayers. And my response was, where can I send money? <laughs> <laughs> I asked, what can I do? And all the responses were, oh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. And I asked, what can I do? And that was my honest. And if they say, if they respond to my comment with where can I send money? You bet your ass I'm going to send money. Because murder is wrong and the family needs support. That's it. That's all there is to it. (laughs) And that's what I'll do. But it's so funny because these people are so, they're so wrapped up in the idea that thoughts and prayers matter. That they aren't even aware of the concept of a do. And I am. What can I do? I'm sending you good energy right now. Hmm. Positive vibes. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.